Welcome to the Nash Biz Podcast, a podcast specifically for business owners in Nashville, Tennessee. Whether you're seeking the best strategies for scaling your business, networking opportunities, or just plain old entertainment, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. What is up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan. I'm one of the hosts of the Nash Biz Podcast here with my co-host and business partner, John Trusty. And our guest today is none other than Blake Hogan. Blake is passionate about the military-connected community and is a serial entrepreneur. His first company, a video interviewing company connecting employers to veterans, led him to co-found Bunker Labs Austin and Nashville after experiencing the challenges of growing a professional network after transitioning. Bunker Labs, now a national not-for-profit, helps the military-connected community launch and grow businesses across the country. After serving Bunker Labs from its earliest days and at all levels of the organization, he has taken over as chief executive officer. As CEO, Blake's goal is to ensure that the American dream can be a reality for the military-connected community, and in doing so, we build a truly inclusive economy. Blake is also the co-founder of a safety product company, Breakaway Safety Solutions, which provides emergency exits for outdoor events, making it easy to get fans out of fenced-in events. Breakaway was developed after the mass shooting in Las Vegas and has now protected more than 2 million fans at events like the Country Music Association Festival, the Chicago Marathon, and more. Finally, he is a co-founder of a last-mile logistics and mergers and acquisition company, Steel Lion Logistics Solution. Blake is recently a George W. Bush Institute Scholar in the Stand to Veterans Leadership Program. Blake, that's quite a resume, but welcome to the show, man. Hey, yeah, thank you. Uh, I think you're going to read the whole thing. I'm going to just give you some bullet points, but... Uh, yeah, it's an honor to be here. Um, it's really exciting to be here because it's it's Nashville based. Uh, I uh, Nashville's been a huge part of our lives the last six seven years. It's it's, it's well, I guess five years. It's it's home now. Uh, but since I've taken on the role of CEO, um, you know, I thought I was going to be on the road for the last two years, but then I was you know sequestered here with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I. I, I uh, I owe the city of Nashville and the state of Tennessee a, a big debt of gratitude for welcoming, you know, the Hogan family with open arms. And I'm excited to get the band back together and, uh, and spend a little bit more time here in my own backyard. Yeah, no, absolutely. Not. Nashville is great. I'm born and raised here. Uh, Tressie's in Louisiana, but no, not, Nashville is one of those cities that it's great for the business entrepreneurial type, but it's very welcoming. You still have the rural areas. It's just a yeah. great all around city and state, in my opinion. But Absolutely. we have a lot to dive into because you do a lot of different things. But before we dive into you know, your background in the military, how that compares to being a CEO of pretty much a military-based company, I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself to my audience. So let's say me and you were on an elevator, you know, we're on floor 12, we're going down to floor one, and you have to introduce yourself to me. Um, in full before we get down to floor one, what would you tell me? Who is Blake? Uh, yeah, so my, I, I used to be really good at this and now I'm like so out of practice. Uh, <laughs> I would probably hit stop and, <laughs> on the elevator just because I'm a struggling extrovert and I'm pumped to like talk to a, a real human in 3D. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what, what I'd say is like, look, I uh, grew up in Minnesota, joined the Marine Corps, uh, spent four years as an officer and have been hell-bent on you know, being an entrepreneur and supporting entrepreneurs. Uh, and this is, this is my life's work. Uh, and I'm excited to be growing my own businesses uh, mm-hmm. now in, in, in earnest. Um, and, you know, look, I look at entrepreneurship as a second form of service. Uh, and this is our way 
to continue to serve. And I am 100% that we can solve the majority of our world's problems through entrepreneurs. Uh, and I want to see more people uh, do that and create jobs and create opportunity. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and first of all, thank you for your service. Uh, I, I definitely do appreciate that because it takes a special person to go and basically risk our life for this country. So thank you for that. But going into entrepreneurship, I, I believe that as well. I think a lot of the world's problems are being solved and can be solved by entrepreneurs. It's people who think outside the box and imagine the impossible. But, you know, being in the military, I know you're taught a lot of principles and values and, you know, discipline. How has that translated over into now being a CEO of a company? Yeah, I mean, I think bottom line when it comes down for me is, is that like, you know, as a Marine, as particularly as a Marine officer, like our job is to serve, right? Like your job, your job is to eat last, you know, your job is to make sure that mm -hmm. your, your Marines are taken care of. And, you know, it's just like a good, like basic human principle, right? Like take care of the people around you. Um, and I'm very aware, uh, having sat in the seat, that there are lots of things I suck at um, and that, uh, you know, eating, uh, or being aware of that and being humble about what, what you need help on um, and being really open and honest and transparent with the team. At Bunker, we have a value around being fearlessly authentic and just coming and being like, look, you know, I don't know, uh, but like, I care about you. I care about your, your success and I, and I want, I want to grow this organization. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of things we said for just like, how do you deal with stress? How do you deal with chaos? How do you do it? You know, and, and all that um, the military certainly helps with that. Um, but just understanding that, you know, our job is to serve. Um, yeah. And when we focus on that, you know, it's like people first um, and, you know, mission second or whatever, you know, people, what is it? Mission first people always like, um, and sorry, I don't know if you guys are hearing that. I'm like, no, I can't hear it. I've got like 12 like different devices ringing right now that I thought. <laughs> no, you're good. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's it. Like if, if you do that, like the rest will take care of itself. Uh, and if you don't, it's just like, you're just setting, you know, up for uh, something that's going to be challenging for you and challenging for the people that you're working with. Yeah. Yeah. Blake, there's a lot of hard times transitioning out of the military into normal day life, much less coming back to, to become an entrepreneur and, and build a business where you create a whole bunch of other problems. What are some of the things y'all do to, to help them work through those issues? What, what gives them, what, what's been the most successful tips or whatever it is that you have to give them to help them make that transition smoothly? Yeah. I mean, so if you're listening to this podcast and you're in transition, whether you're transitioning from the military to the civilian world, whether you're transitioning from a civilian or a corporate job into, into launching, you know, the next thing. Um, I think there's, 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 a, there is one thing that it comes down to and that's mission. Like, what is your next mission, right? Your next mission might be getting customer number one. Your next mission might be getting into school. Your next mission might be like finding a, a place to rent. Um, but, you know, we tend to, both as entrepreneurs and, and you know, as, as military, we tend to take on the whole task, right? We tend to see the gravity of, of the thing because we're serious about it. Um, but, you know, we break that down into small pieces, like take the first step and then just like, don't worry about the rest and just keep moving forward um, and, and you'll get that. And the other thing is like, you know, you don't need to do it alone. You, you know, you don't and you shouldn't do it alone. Um, I mean, you, you rarely went to the bathroom alone in the military. Uh, and then you're going to go try and start this like massive thing. And entrepreneurs, like you got this, like, you know, um, 
you know, you sort of like uh, independent streak and, and you know, like I can do this. And it's like, that's great. And guess what? You're not gonna be able to do it on your own. Uh, right. You know, you know, <clears throat> Proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I, I believe that is, that is true. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, and what, what Bunker does, you know, is, uh, you know, uh, we've got leaders in communities in 40 cities across the country. And, you know, the idea is really simple. It's like when you leave, like immediately have a place to plug into, um, whether you're, you know, and you could do that digitally right now. You know, anybody anywhere around the world could go to bunkerlabs.org and they can connect. They can connect to an industry group. They can connect to a, a city group. They can connect to, um, you know, and sort of, you know, on everything under the sun. But, you know, the idea is like, Get, get connected, get plugged in and just keep moving forward. Uh, and if you do that, you're going to be all right. Uh, but it's like when you get stuck, when you get in your own head, when you start second guessing yourself, that's when things get really challenging. Um, yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's, you know, that's a big part of this. Cause if this was, uh, you know, 1947, uh, you know, I, I would have gone down to the American Legion and that would have replaced like the entrepreneur center, right? That's like, that's where you go. You go have a beer and be like, hey, I want to get into podcasting and be like, Brady, how do you do it? And I'm like, okay, cool. We're there. You just were there. Um, now we're spread to the four corners of the earth. And, and I think it's, you, you don't have that density. And then, you know, add on a COVID environment, whether you're, uh, you know, first time entrepreneur or first time military entrepreneur, you're still facing that same challenge of, how do I connect? Um, mm. And so solving that around the, the community and having people that are no shit committed to you and your success and who are going to celebrate your success. Uh, yeah. That's like, that's the magic, you know, the, the curriculum and, you know, the six month programs and all that's like, that's important, but that's the part that, you know, it's, it's a small unit leadership. And like my, my mission in, at Bunker Labs is to, um, ensure that our entrepreneurs around the country, uh, that they, that they're our focus. So, you know, in Nashville right now, we have 10 entrepreneurs in our veterans and residents program. Uh, and on December 8th, uh, we will rally the business community to support them at their showcase. And guess what? We'll do that in 22 cities in one night across the country. And it's just a really, you know, very, you know, like I'm a Marine, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I do know if we can focus our attention somewhere, that we can make a bigger impact. So yeah. instead of saying, hey, Bunker is this like amorphous organization where you can like meet up for drinks, you can do this. Like, no, there are 10 entrepreneurs in Nashville. There are 10 entrepreneurs in Columbus, Ohio, Washington, DC, and Kansas City, and Dallas, and Austin, and San Antonio. It's like, guess what? Here's our job. Rally the business community around them twice a year. I love, I love that. that. And that's yeah. it. You, know, it's like, you do that, and then they'll have relationships, and they'll connect regularly, and whatever. But, um, and um and that, that cohort right now is, so the, the applications are live for that. So that's, that's my one ask is uh, now through the end of the month, uh, if you're an entrepreneur uh, and you're a military spouse, you're a military family member, you're active duty guard reservist, and you've got something you want to grow, uh, we want to help you do that. You can go to buckerlabs.org uh, and, and apply for that veterans and residents program uh, yeah, right now. You got to do it before September 30th. That's, that's the end of the, otherwise you're out of luck till for the next Six months. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll say it again. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a military connected member, you know, maybe you're in the military yourself. I mean, take Blake's advice and apply because it sounds interesting. And I think that the cool thing about it, you know, that there's a lot of other coaches and cohorts where you can go join and network and whatnot. But I think what sets you apart is one, you have the niche of military. Yeah. Two, I love the celebration idea. 
Because you're rewarding them for the hard work. I mean, building a business is tough. It's hard work. And and transitioning from military life to civilian life, I imagine, is probably more tough. So doing two at once, it's a lot. So celebrating and rewarding them for saying, hey, this is about you. I mean, you you did it. You crushed it. Uh, That's massive. So if someone wants to apply... I think this is interesting to talk about what, what does it take? I mean, I know that there's yeah. probably more than just an application, right? Yeah. I mean, look, so, I mean, what it takes first and foremost is that, uh, like number one, that you're, you're committed to growing what you, what you're, what you're building. Uh, and number two, you're a good teammate. Um, you know, this is, it, it, we've had folks that have had like super amazing companies that like could go out and absolutely crush it, raise a bunch of money or, or, you know, uh, but, but they, <laughs> Yeah, they were assholes, right? Like it's right. Um, this is about being because the real, like the real, the, you know, the real magic is that you've got ten other entrepreneurs that you're going to meet with once once a week that you're looking at, like eyeball to eyeball, going, "Hey, did you do the thing you said you were going to do?" Um, and you know, do I trust you enough to say like, "Hey, man, like if I don't make payroll right now, or or shoot, like you know, I I, I um, you know um, if I can't find I think about one of our entrepreneurs right now, uh, Kushan Brand. She's in our our national VIR. She's got a company called Ponix. So P A W N A X. They make uh, noise canceling headphones for dogs, uh, and they're <laughs> sold out. And I was like, "You do what?" She's like, "Yeah, my dog freaked out on Fourth of July." And I was like, "Wait a minute, I've got noise canceling headphones. Why can't I make that for my dog?" Um, but right now, she she like she needs apparel manufacturers uh, so that she can keep up with it, right? So. Um, I want nine other entrepreneurs in that cohort going, what door do we need to kick down to make sure that Kirsten gets a manufacturer uh, or another one so that she can continue to grow? Um, you know, the specific gates are like, you've got to have a business entity formed, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to have traction. And that traction might be, I've got users, I've got revenue, I've got, you know, but you've got to be able to demonstrate that. Um, but more than anything, it's, it's, it's a commitment commitment to that team uh because you know we can bring in all kinds of educators and top speakers and great partners um all that pales in comparison to a unit that's dedicated to each other's success oh i love that so they're they're essentially they're a team to whatever their individual goals are the other nine are rallying together to help achieve that goal that's yeah yeah so right now in 22 cities there are 199 entrepreneurs that are part of this veterans and residents cohort uh, so you're, you know, you're not, uh, you know, isolated to, to Nashville or, you know, right. LA, right. You've got a cohort of other folks and then you've got, you know, the thousand that have been in it before, um, that you can, that are now, you know, immediately part of your alumni network. Um, so Blake, tell us some about some of your, some of your biggest success stories, so to speak, not yours, or maybe your, you know, the people that are inside the cohort, uh, are, yeah. So I'm I'm super excited to share about another Nashville company, uh, Chalkline Sports. Uh, And so Dan Kostelsky is an an army guy uh, and Chalkline Sports is a a sports data platform for for folks that are uh, in the betting industry. And they uh, just closed a a 2.3, it might actually be 2.7, but a million dollar series A round. Um, And you know, and it, and it's like I think it's so important for well, first I mean it's important to 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 Dan Kaselski and their team. Uh, uh, I think it's important for the, the city of Nashville to see entrepreneurs that have just been grinding it out, 
right? And he's just been doing the work. He was part of one of our early veterans and residents cohort. Uh, he's, you know, he officed out of the Nashville Entrepreneur Center and the team at the EC has been, you know, very involved in, in supporting him. And it's like, it's a community thing. And I think that's uh, something that, you know, we, we, um, we've got, you know, a lot of big businesses that have been successful in Nashville. We've got a lot of healthcare companies that have been successful in Nashville. And people sort of know that. Um, uh, and now they're starting to hear about, you know, these other really interesting companies that are, um, that are, 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 are taking off. Um, you know, I think about one that's this, he, he's still really early in the process, uh, a fellow Marine, uh, uh, Mock uh, Abdella, and he is developing autonomous vehicle um, technology uh, oh. to be used within the military. Um, and so the guy's like literally a PhD and he's like, Hey, look, I'm developing some stuff out of Redstone uh, in Huntsville and I need to connect into this community in Nashville to be able to take this thing to the next level. Uh, so, you know, we're going to read about mock in five years. Right. And he's going to have right. this, this. And, and that's what we're trying to do now is, is, is rally, rally that community around them. So those, those are just a, a handful off the top of my head of, of really interesting, you know, like, noise canceling headphones for dogs, like sports betting data, like autonomous vehicles. Um, I think about Luke, Luke Jean right now, and Luke's going to kill me. I can't remember the, the name of his distillery, I, uh, but is, is, is launching a whiskey right now. Um, and you know, it's like, we got to have more of that in Nashville. So yeah, of course know, we do. Of course. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's interesting. And, and, I, and I like the fact that there's so many different types of industries that are in it, yeah. but you're all banded together by the military. So tell me this, Blake, with working through people, with people from the military, helping them build their, their babies, essentially, yeah. what's been the biggest struggle? Because I'm, I'm a big believer in us as business owners. There, there's a journey, right? Of, of where we started to our pinnacle of success, whatever that looks like. Right. Yes, I can look you up and look at what you've done and CEO and successful, but there's always obstacles, always struggles along the way. And I think that truly resonates with people because others saying, man, I'm going through the exact same thing, but this is how Blake got over it. So what's that biggest struggle you've endured? Well, I mean, look, I'm still in it, right? I'm very much in it. Um, I I would say I, I like, we actually talked about this as a team. We do these all staff calls once a week and, and, you know, and I, um, we, we talk in uh, about like sort of our identities as, entrepreneurs. I was like, look, you know, I feel like most of the times I feel like I'm an imposter because I haven't had a massive like financial runaway success yet. Like, you know, the video interviewing thing was like a lesson on like how to not start a business, how to have a bad partnership, how to lose a shitload of money. Uh, and, um, like the safety product business was like a lesson in how to quickly develop a product, how to, you know, uh, get something, you know, patented or patent pending, you know, how, how to develop a licensing thing. Um, but it's like not, it's not a giant revenue thing. Right. And something that like, maybe I should have said no to, but, uh, but the learning from that and where I'm at now and sort of what we're doing in this logistics space, like now we're like, Oh, okay. Got it. Like this is this, like, this is real. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, I think part of it is just like, when you get out of the military, we have particularly for Marines, uh, this irrational confidence, confidence that we can do anything, uh, which I, I believe wholeheartedly is true. Um, but that can be, that can be, you know, a detriment because it's just like simple, like business acumen, right? Like just like learning the language, uh, and learning the language of finance and understanding it. But I think, I mean, what it comes down to is two, like big, two big things. There's, it's like lack of professional networks is a challenge and the lack of financial network. 
context. Um, and, you know, the majority of us in the military aren't coming from, you know, generational wealth. We're not going back to, you know, a lot of us have been gone four years, 10 years, 15, whatever the number is, uh, and, and don't have those networks established. Um, they are very solvable. Problems. And by the way, this problem exists for, for the majority of entrepreneurs, right? The majority yeah, yeah. of us yeah. aren't coming with a bunch of money. The majority of us aren't coming with professional networks. Um, and, and that's why it's so important to have this like, you know, spirit of collaboration to be able to get things, um, you know, to get things in, in, um, you know, you know, in, in working together. And, and that's something I think is unique about the state of Tennessee, um, with organizations like launch Tennessee, uh, you know, I think we take that for granted, right. That you've got these entrepreneurial hubs around the country that are like, number one, they're, they're coordinated. Uh, number two, there's a willingness to work together. That, that's, that doesn't happen around the country. Um, you know, it, it does in pockets here and there. And, and, um, and I think that's a real gift uh, that we have in the South, um, Southeast in particular, is this, this like desire to work together. Um, and kind of this attitude that like, uh, you know, uh, you know, rising tide, right. You know, rises all boats, but, but yeah, I mean, look, it's, it, they're really, it's like simple math. It's like, do people know the right people? Uh, and, and do they have access to, to, to the right resources? Uh, and if they do, uh, uh, and if we can do that, they're going to get it done quicker. Uh, as entrepreneurs, you're going to figure it out anyway. Uh, but we can play a really important role of bringing those things to bear. I recently read the David Goggins book, Can't Hurt Me. And, you know, that was a pretty extreme book, but the, the level of intensity and discipline that you're taught in the military, I can see how whenever you give the proper guidance that that becomes a, you're a weapon in the business world at that point, because you're yeah. just not going to give, you're not going to give up. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, a, it's an unstoppable force and some days are going to be better than others. And some days you're going to be like, look, I don't have it. Like, I mean, if I'm honest, like yesterday, I didn't have it yesterday. It was like, I was fried and, and just like, wasn't in the game. And, and, um, but you know, knowing that and then being able to like show up and, uh, and, and get up the next day and dust yourself off, put one boot in front of the other. Um, and just knowing like, you're not going to do this alone. You know, that's such a myth, you know, like, right. um, you know, and, 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 and frankly, I think it's dangerous. Like, I think that there's this like rugged American individualism, like, like, look, I love my F-150. I love my Stetson. I love that. But, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's a myth. Um, and, and people like, once you've gotten knocked down a couple of times, you realize like, all right, I gotta, I, I need some, I need, I need some, some good people around me to, to do this. And, I think that's, you know, that's one of the biggest thing I, you know, a lot of us from the military community miss. And that's why having that focus on small units uh, is uh, so, is so valuable because you're just, you're like, all right, you're, you're in it too. Like, I know you had a tough day yesterday and uh, you just closed the deal today and let's celebrate that and keep moving. Yep. Yeah, no, so, something I heard recently that kind of changed the way I think about things is I, I was such a big stickler where... <clears throat> If I started out my day on the wrong foot, I just said, oh, my day's toast. I'll just try again tomorrow. Yeah. And, and I know that's not the right way to, to, to think about things, but it's the way it was. Well, I was listening to a podcast and Mel Robbins says, all life is is a series of five-second decisions. It's all it is. Yeah. And just, just think about that next five-second decision you have to make. And I think people, they give up on the day before it's over 
they give up on a decision before it's even made. But when you can break it down and, and stop looking so far out, it, it makes it a lot easier. So that, that has helped me where if I don't win my morning, okay, how do I win my afternoon? How do I win my night? And it makes it a lot easier. But Blake, as we close, you, I know you've been through a lot, you know, military, entrepreneurship, and, and those are both very noble and honorable things. Let's say, you know, you're retired, you're, you're 70, 80 years old, and you can only give three life principles to people who look up to you to lead them down a path of nobility, honor, um, discipline, et cetera. What are those three things that you would tell people? Yeah. Well, so first of all, I hope I never retire. Uh, I want to have the <laughs> cast to retire. I want to have the cast retire in 10 years um, and write a check back to Bunker Labs so that they can be endowed for, you know, perpetuity. But, you know, I hope I'm a hundred, you know, like my, my grandma's 102 uh, and she's, oh, wow. she's still kicking. So wow. I hope I'm going in, into the office at 102 uh, help, helping people uh, launch and grow. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about sort of like the you know basic principles in the Marine Corps, of like honor, courage, and commitment. Um, like it's, 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 you know, I think if I, um, you know, being, being a dad now, being a husband and, and, and thinking about, what really matters um yeah at the end of the day i think it's like be a good human being mm-hmm. and do good and do good work and and seek to serve others um and everything else to take care of itself and it's a long-term play it is not a short-term play yeah um and that's something i struggle with i'm very very impatient um I think we all are, are as entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I just like, look, I look at what's going on in, in our world and I looked at, you know, we're, we're pick a, pick a crisis. They're, you know, they're continuing to be thrown at us. And I just like the, the, the deep seated belief in our basic humanity right now uh, is what will allow us to connect and get beyond some of the bullshit that the, the rest of the world wants us to believe. Yep. Um, and it's like, it's easier said than done, but you know, uh, governor Haslam wrote, wrote the book. Uh, I think it's the you know, faith in the public square. And his, 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 his kind of theory is like, if I believe that we are created in, in the image of God, then that this person uh, is as well. And therefore I should treat them accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether you prescribe to uh, a faith like like I do, or you you know believe in sort of the universality, I think like we can agree on. Yeah, maybe we should just be good to each other. Amen. Um, and if we do that, like be good to each other, you know, uh, you know, do the right thing uh, and and take care of others, then it's like that's actually like really good. Like so, and then the capitalist in me is like cool. If you don't actually believe in any of that, that shit's actually really good business practice. Because if you are a good human, people are going to want to do business with you. Like if you do the right thing, people are going to want to do business with you. Yep. If you take care of people, people are going to want to do business with you. So, so even, even if you don't believe in the faith or universality, you just believe in markets. Well, then doing those three things is going to help you be a better, uh, a more successful uh, business owner. Um, and so yeah, that's what I go back to right now. I've had the opportunity to travel around the country and meet with some of the most diverse entrepreneurs and just like diverse humans I've ever met. But we had this 
starting point of entrepreneurship and, um, and military service. And that allowed us to have these difficult conversations that a lot of people are just having, uh, you know, on Facebook and in their own silo. And, and I would say that doesn't take a whole lot of courage. Um, and, and my charge to the rest of the world is, is, to, is to get out from behind the scenes, shake somebody's hand uh, and, you know, try to be a good human. Uh, and if we do that, you know, we're going to we're going to patch this thing up. We're going to be just fine. Yep. No, I completely agree. And I think that's a great lesson for people is just just be good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, that, that, at the end of the day, just be good. But a lot of people struggle with that. But I think that's a great way to close. So, Blake, yeah, I appreciate keep you. Keep it simple here. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Keep it simple. So, no, Blake, I appreciate you coming on. If someone wants to get in touch with you, either about the episode or inquire about joining Bunker Labs or just a general business or entrepreneurship question, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, best way to connect with me is, is on LinkedIn. Um, and the best way to connect with Bunker Labs is go to bunkerlabs.org. Uh, and those applications for the Veterans and Residents Program are live right now. They will end September 30th, and that group will kick off in January. Awesome. Yeah, reach out to Blake. Go to bunkerlabs.org if that aligns with what you're doing and uh, submit your application. But Blake, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Gents, thank you for having me. It's an honor. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Blake. Thanks, Blake. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nash Biz Podcast. We post new episodes every single week, and we'd greatly appreciate if you would subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll catch you next time.